Welcome to Mucky Landon, population 937 and a half. It's an odd little backwater in a lower, slower corner of the tiny state of Delaware, mostly known for being not too far from someplace you'd rather be. I'm Virgil Slatter. Me and my partner Harmon Truesdale own the Mucky Landing Market, Diner, and Hardware Emporium at the corner of St. John's and Broad. If by some chance you turn off the highway to find a restroom on your way to Dover Downs for race weekend and you find yourself here, that's how most folks find Mucky Landing, unless they were born here. Be sure to stop by and say hi. If it's Friday, try Harmon's Rolled Bologna Croquettes with extra vinegar. Mucky Landing. Sort of a podcast. Season 1, Pandemic Bonus, Episode 7, The Baloney Special. Written and directed by Chris Polo. Harmon, what you got going for the lunch special today? I need to add it to the sandwich board. One of your favorites, Verge. Hot spice bologna rings over stewed lima beans with a mess of fried pickles on the side and a dinner roll. Really? Oh, man, I love that one. I know you do, but it's a lot of work cutting all those little circles out of the bologna, and they got to sit in the jalapeno marinade for at least 48 hours. That's why I don't make it that often. Yeah, usually the only time you put that on the menu is, oh, wait a minute, is this bologna week? Damn, Verge, don't you ever listen when I talk to you? I told you three weeks ago I was putting in an extra-large bologna order. I guess I didn't put two and two together. Actually, putting two and two together with you usually comes out to three anyway, so I don't generally waste much time trying to figure it out. Gee, thanks, Verge. You know, I don't have to do Baloney Week. Oh, now, Harmon. Yeah, I could yank Baloney Week right off the calendar. Harmon, it was a joke. I can replace it with Fried Muskrat Week. Not sure the world is ready for that. Or Liver and Onions Week. I don't think Or that's... Brussels Sprouts Week. Now, that's just inhumane right there. Yeah, well, you keep it up with the insults and you can just kiss Baloney Week goodbye, Buster. Now, what the hell's got into you, Harmon? It's not like you to get all bent out of shape just because I insult your intelligence. You know, Verge, I just think that after all these years, you would have known that if I tell you I'm putting in an extra-large order for bologna, it means bologna week is coming up. All right, Harmon, I didn't think You know how much bologna week means to me. I shouldn't have to spell it out for you. Harmon, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous? I am not being ridiculous. I didn't say you were ridiculous, Harmon. I said, oh, just forget it. I don't know what your problem is today. There you go. So I'm the problem, huh? Okay, so that probably came out wrong. Let's just talk about problems. How about it? You want to know what the problem is? I'll tell you what the problem is. The problem is... What? The problem is you don't listen to me anymore. You just don't. That's the problem. Oh, for... All right, look. I'm sorry. You're obviously a little worked up about Baloney Week, and yes, I should have realized it was coming up. My bad. You know how much I appreciate your baloney, Harmon. I didn't mean to get you all upset. Well, I'm... I'm just hurt, that's all. I get that. I'll try to do better, okay? Okay. Virgil? Yeah? You're not really sorry, are you, Virg? No. Good. That would have been weird.
Mitch Pohunk. Good to see you. Hey, Virgil. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Glad to see you guys have the lunch counter back open again. Yep, first day we've been able to have folks in here to eat since everything shut down in March. We did pretty well with the takeout window, though. You'd have done better if Harmon hadn't made everybody create a secret knock and come up with a password he liked before he'd give you your order. That was a compromise. Be glad you missed his mandatory interpretive dance phase. I told him to knock that shit off, but you know Harmon. He was bored without the lunch crowd in here every day, so he went a little stir-crazy. Pretty short trip. It was. So, aside from keeping the radio station running, have you been making out with the Rona? Well, popular consensus was I was going to have an aneurysm if I didn't get my blood pressure under control. And I kept hearing stuff about anger management issues from that bunch of pussies I work with. Of course, that was before the quarantine. I did get depressed, though, shortly after the bourbon shortage began. There's a bourbon shortage? I did not realize that. Well, I don't know how widespread it is. I stop by the liquor store on my way in every morning, but my office manager, Sally, insisted on working from home after the quarantine started, so there was nobody there to run out and pick up another fifth when I started running low later in the day. The shortage is pretty much just confined to my office, actually. You seem to be doing okay now. Did you do the telemedicine thing with the dock in a box on the highway? Nope. Took up needlepoint. It's very relaxing. <laughs> How about that? So what kind of needlepoint you been doing? Right now, I'm working on a sampler. Sampler, huh? You mean like what they used to teach the young ladies back in the day? With the alphabet or some sort of uh, uplifting expression or something? The very same. You don't say. So, what's your sampler say? Fuck off. Well, that's different. Short and to the point. I'm going to hang it on my office door at work. Practical. So, I saw the signboard outside announcing Baloney Week. Great start for the Phase 2 reopening. Looking forward to Harmon's hot baloney rings. It's a popular choice. You got my lunch reservation, right? Sure did. We got you on your usual. Stool number four? Great. Well, it's not actually number four anymore. We took out a bunch of stools and only have seating for five at the counter now, on account of the Rona rules. So technically, it's only number two. But it's the same place you usually sit. Good enough. I can take my mask off after I sit down, right? Well, yeah. Gonna be a little hard to eat if you're wearing a mask. Spare me your sarcasm, asshole. Good to have you back, Mitch. Sammy Froudittler, long time no see. Hello, Mr. Frater, and hello you on this green. Sammy, I have no idea what you're trying to say. Why don't you just stand over there a ways and take off your mask so I can understand you? Okay, okay. So, hello you Sammy, quit covering your mouth with your hand, Lord boy. I was trying not to breathe on you. And Virgil, you know it's pronounced Fro-Diddler, not Frau-Diddler. My bad. No problem, Mr. Slatter. You wouldn't believe how many people around here make that same mistake. More to the point, how are you on this great and glorious Tuesday morning, which the Lord has made for us to partake of and enjoy, Mr. Slatter? Well, 
I could do with a touch less cheerfulness and a shot of good whiskey, but aside from that, things are all right, I guess. Now, Mr. Slatter, you know that alcohol is hateful unto the eye of the Lord. Hold on just a second while I pray for the everlasting salvation of your immortal soul. Oh, you don't oh, have Lord, to. please help Mr. Slatter here to repent the error of his sinful ways so that he may know the joyous bounty of your endless love and spend his days basking in your radiant glory instead of being cast into the yawning mouth of hell to suffer the hideous tortures of the eternally damned at the hands of Satan and his gibbering minions. Amen. Thank you, Sammy. I guess. You bet. So... What can I do for you today? Well, Reverend Pucker drove by here on his way over to the church this morning, and he saw you have your signboard out advertising Baloney Week, so he sent me over to find out what today's special is, and also to pick up four packs of jumbo-sized magic markers. Well, the special is barbecue bologna in a biscuit with creamy carrots and mashed celery sticks on the side. Are the markers for Mrs. Pucker's Lady Prayer Warriors Committee? They are. What colors do they need? Oh, gosh darn it. Clueless. What do you recommend? Depends. Who are the ladies picketing this week? The Curl Up and Die Beauty Shop down on the corner of St. Jones and Beaver. Oh, yeah? What's Lacey Everhart gone and done this time? Mrs. Pucker has it on good authority that she's displaying a racy magazine in her shop right out there in the open where anyone can see it, including our impressionable youth. She done went and renewed her subscription to Cosmopolitan again, didn't she? Oh, I really wouldn't know. But as youth minister for the Flames of Fire and Grace Rite Primitive Baptist Church, I fully support Mrs. Pucker's fight to keep the youth of Mucky Landing pure and ignorant. You mean innocent. That too. Well, the ladies always need black markers, and we happen to have hot pink in stock, too. I suggest you go with those. Oh, I don't know. Hot pink sounds a little suggestive, don't you think? Yeah, it's either that or red. Yikes! That's not a lot better. They could draw the hellfires of eternal damnation with red. Oh, well, yes, I guess they could. Good thinking, Mr. Slatter. I'll suggest that to Mrs. Pucker. Markers are over in the office supply and Homeland Security aisle. Back here? Oopsie, gotta put my mask on. Thank you, Mr. Slatter. Anytime, Sammy. Jesus Christ. Lord, please help Mr. Slatter here to reduce the error of his sinful ways. Thank you for calling the Mucky Landon Market Diner and Hardware Emporium. This is Virgil. How can I help you? Yeah, hey there. My dumbass boss has decided to schedule our Wednesday all-team meeting right smack in the middle of our lunch hour today, and he told me to order lunch for everybody. I was gonna get KFC, but that whiny bitch Bernice in accounts payable says she's allergic. Which, frankly, is just plain undelawarian if you ask me. My boss told me to try here instead. Uh, sure. No problem. Let me get, uh, let me put you on hold for just a second and get our food and beverage manager on the line for you. Oh, hell no. You are not putting me on hold. My day started out shitty and the shit's been rolling downhill ever since. I haven't got time for you to lose my call trying to transfer me to some other idiot. 
Just take my damn order, Vergie, now. Whoa, lady, you can't... Wait a minute. Is this Doral? Who? Doral. No. Oh, sorry. Never mind. It's just that I thought I heard you call me Vergie. No, I didn't. I don't have a clue what your name is. Sorry. So, are you going to get around to taking my order one of these years? I haven't got all day, Vergie. There! You did it again. You called me Vergie. Didn't you just tell me your name was Vergie? No. It's Virgil. My bad. So, what do you got on the menu today? You know, you really sound familiar. Are you a friend of Harmon Truesdale's by any chance? Harmon Truesdale? Oh, you mean Beverly. Uh-huh. So this is Doral. Oh, you got me, asshole. Big whoop. <gasps> Don't you get smart with me, Doral. I would never get smart with you, Vergie. I'd be afraid you wouldn't understand the big words. Did Beverly ever get that STD cleared up? I'm not sure you should be asking me that, Doral. I thought you public health contact tracers weren't allowed to reveal personal stuff like that. Oh, I quit that job. Bunch of assholes over there. They said I lacked the appropriate bedside manner to be talking to sick people. Do tell. I'm working for Bargain Boy Fire and Casualty now. Cheapest rates on the Delmarva Peninsula. If your house or business burns down, we guarantee we might cover it. You're a business owner. You should check us out, Vergie. I'll pass, thanks. Just hang on a second there, Doral. Let me grab an order oh, pad. For- Harmon, get the phone. <laughs> Beverly. I got it. Yeah, this is how... Told you not to put me on hold. Were you born stupid or did you have to take lessons? Excuse me? Who is this? Uh, who wants to know? Nuh-uh. I asked first. Who is this? Uh, I'm not real sure I want to tell you that. On account of you already sound like you're not exactly pleased to meet me before you ever even met me. Of course, that's not all that unusual. I get that a lot. Of all the stupid... Look... Are you going to tell me your name, or am I going to have to refer to you as asshole number two for the rest of this conversation? Now that offends me. Why am I only number two? Because you're the second asshole I've had to deal with in the last three minutes. Who was... Oh, number one is Virgil, right? Well, now I don't feel so bad. He does kind of have the corner in the whole asshole market. So, asshole number two, you need to Hey, you know you sound kind of familiar. Have we ever dated... How the hell would I know that if I don't know who you are? Oh, right. We kind of got stuck on, who is this? Didn't we? No offense. I just got to be careful about who I talk to, what with the restraining orders and all. What makes you think I give a flying fig about your pathetic personal life, asshole number two? Stop calling me that. My name is Harmon. Harmon Truesdale. Oh. Well, that explains it. Lucky me. I got freaking Harmon Truesdale on the line. Isn't that just peachy? I have hit hell's jackpot today, haven't I? So we have met before. You wouldn't say that if you didn't know me. I was having a hard enough time talking to Tweedledum. Now I have to deal with Tweedledumber. Well, that's not my name either. Now look, Miss Smarty Pants Mystery Lady, why did you call me? I have no earthly idea, Beverly. What kind of stupid-ass answers? Did you just call me Beverly? How did you know my middle name is Beverly? Nobody knows that except Virgil and... No. Is this Doral? Yes, Beverly, it's Doral. You got me. Boy, you and Chief Inspector Virgie got Sherlock Holmes beat all the hell in the crack detective racket, don't you? 
You should think about joining the Keystone Cops. Fucking Doral. I should have known. What did you just say? Uh, nothing. I, um, uh, you know, that's funny what you said about the Keystone Cops. I actually thought about joining them when I was younger, but I didn't want to move to Pennsylvania. Jesus wept. Oh, holy shit. You work for the health department. Are you calling to tell me I already got another STD? I ain't even finished my penicillin from my last one yet. Shit, I don't know how this keeps happening. Well, no, think about that, Harmon. You dumbass. You do know why it keeps happening. It keeps happening because you keep doing the horizontal greased weasel tango. Hold it right there. Beverly, we are getting into serious TMI territory here. Oh, sorry, I'm just really pissed. Beverly, that's not why I'm calling. What? I'm not calling to tell you you have an STD. I'm sure you'll be overjoyed to hear I no longer work for the crotch patrol. I have a new job, and I'm calling because I need to order eight lunches for me and my co-workers. Although, based on what I've heard in the last 30 seconds, I'm starting to have serious doubts about whether that's a wise move or not. Oh, okay. Well, that's a relief. Shit. Boy, do I feel stupid. Uh, forget what I just said. I'm going to do everything in my power to make that happen, Beverly. Believe me. Now, what have you got on the menu today? Oh, you're not going to believe this, but you are so lucky. This is Baloney Week. Baloney Week? Yeah. You see, a chef needs to come up with original dishes in a specialized cuisine if he wants to get noticed. And I have what is widely acknowledged as the largest and foremost collection of original bologna recipes in the whole world. Once a year, I showcase my work with a whole week of nothing but bologna recipes here at the diner. And this is the week. Bologna recipes. So, what? You mush up your meat and roll it up with spices and shit? No, I don't make the bologna. I create original recipes where bologna is the star of the show. During bologna week, I have all kinds of bologna sandwiches and sides on tap. Your cold bologna on white bread with mayo. Your fried bologna on white bread with mayo. Your bologna hash with eggs. Pickled bologna salsa. You name it. And the lunch special every day is always a fabulous, palate-pleasing creation for the real bologna connoisseurs. Uh-huh. So what's today's special? Oh, today is my take on the mysterious Asian East that I'm really proud of. I call it Me Love You Long Time Stir Fry. I saute canned chopped suey vegetables, bean sprouts, eggs, and hand-carved bologna fingers in a sriracha tofu sauce. Pour it over rice and top it with chow mein noodles and a raw oyster. Okay, yeah. Let me order seven of those. Well, I thought you said you needed eight lunches. Yeah, this is just for my co-workers. I'm going to get Gut Buster's food delivery to pick me up a bucket of KFC. Thank you, Beverly. You have just brightened up my day. I can't wait to see what that whinehead bitch Bernice in Accounts Payable does with that oyster. Man, I am wiped. Come on out, take a load off. I locked the front door and put up the back in ten minutes, sign for her come out. Perfect. Busy day, huh? Oh, yeah. Once word got out about the Me Love You Long Time special, it was nonstop. Some folks came in and ordered it just so they could take a picture of it. Is that a fact? A lot of folks had never heard of hand-carved bologna fingers, if you can believe that. It said they thought they were something else. Not sure what they meant, but 
They were posting it all over the Facebooks and everything. How about that? I guess that makes you kind of an interweb celebrity, don't it? I guess. I don't really care about that, though. I just love it that people like my food. On another note, sorry for sicking Doral on you, man. She was in high dudgeon when she called. Couldn't get a word in edgewise between her yelling about cheap insurance and some woman named Bernice. Yeah, she's a piece of work, ain't she? Well, that she is. Sure am glad she sent a delivery driver to pick up the order instead of coming in to get it herself. Really? Now, I'm just kind of disappointed. Now, why on earth would you say that? That is the most sharp-mouthed woman I have ever run across. I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of curious to see what she looks like. You know, unlike most men, Harmon Truesdale is not afraid of a strong woman. Matter of fact, if you ask me, I think she sounds kind of hot. Are you out of your mind? Woman like that is way too high maintenance for you, Harmon. She'd chew you up and spit you on the side of the road like a piece of old chalk. You wouldn't last a day. Never underestimate a Truesdale, Verge. We got away with the ladies. Harmon, it would be impossible for me to underestimate you more than I already do. Well, good. Glad to hear it. Tell you, though, if I ever come face to face with Doral, I'm going to hope I got a silver cross, a load of garlic, and a wooden steak in my pocket. You ain't never going to get a date that way, Verge. Just saying. Hi, I'm Chris Polo, the creator of Mucky Landing, a sort of a podcast. This pandemic bonus mini-episode of Mucky Landing, the Baloney Special, featured the talents of Mike Polo as Virgil Slatter, Bruce Leister as Harmon Truesdale, Kevin Smith as Mitch Pohunk, Andrew Hertzberg as Sammy Frodiddler, and Patty Gatto as Doral Bernstein. Sound design and engineering is by Mike Polo. Music from Mucky Landing was written and performed by the politely infragable Jim Rezac. If you liked what you heard, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a short review on Apple Podcasts, podchaser.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or come pay us a virtual visit at muckylanding.com, where you can listen, subscribe, comment, or sign up for the Mucky Landing mailing list. Thank you for listening, and stay home and stay safe, everybody.